This is On the Radar with me, Radar, your host. And as always, we'll talk about local and national sports and pop culture. Let's get to unfortunate news. Rest in peace to Charles B. Dean, the South African actress and model known for the roles in Spud film and the superhero drama Black Lightning and the thing called Triangle of Sadness. She passed away at age of 32, and I honestly do not remember her in Black Lightning. But hey... It says she was in there for nine episodes, and I saw every single episode between the good and the bad of the show and the unfortunate canceling. And uh, then, yeah, as I'm looking up photos of her, now I remember. I think she worked for Tobias Whale. She was the gorgeous, skinny woman with tattoos. Yep, so rest in peace to her. Rest in peace to Ernie Zampis, the American football coach, where he actually played running back at UC Trojans and was a college coach in Allen Hancock Junior College, Cali Poly, St. Louis Hospital, and San Diego State University. He served as an assistant offensive coordinator for various football teams. He gained his acclaim as the assistant head coach and offensive coordinator of the Chargers during the Air Correll years, and he was father of NFL quarterbacks Ken Zappi. He also was a Rams offensive coordinator, worked for Dallas in the 90s, and then the Patriots in the end of the 90s. In the beginning of the century, he went back to work for the Cowboys, the Rams, and the Washington football team, and did win a Super Bowl. So when it's all said and done, he won a Super Bowl when he was with the Cowboys in 1995. Rest in peace to him. And we lost Mabel John, the American blues vocalist and first female singer, Simon Barry Gordy, to the Motown label. She passed away at age of 91. She had a Pioneer Award. She had songs like You Are the Only, You're Only My Love. What wouldn't a man, why, who wouldn't love a man like that? I guess there's no love. Actually speak a lot of the words. Your good thing is about to end. You're taking up another man's play. Same time, same place. I'm a big girl now. Don't hit me no more. Abel Mabel running out and time stops. Rest in peace to her. Rest in peace to Robert Lupone, the American actor and artistic director who worked in stage and film and television, who was also the brother of Patty Lupone. He passed away at age of 76. And the last thing he did was Isn't It Delicious, but he did Breaking Point, Mentor, Then She Found Me, Dead Presidents, and then in TV, the first thing he did was Man, Poor Man, Book 2. He did some Law & Order episodes where he appeared in. Then we had him in The Sopranos, Ally McBeal, Law and Order, Criminal Ted and SVU, and Royal Pains, Gossip Girl, Billions. And the last thing he was on was Odd Mom Out. Rest in peace to him. Rest in peace to Dolphin Executive Jason Jenkins, who died away at the age of 47. Rest in peace to him. Rest in peace to Ashvin Luxemon, the EastEnders. Died to pass away at aneurysm at age 36. He was known for playing Asif Malik, the naughty school friend of Martin Fowler in the BB soap opera between 93 and 2000. Rest in peace to him. Rest in peace to Joey Tata, the actor known for his role on Nat Bushino and Beverly, where he, he played Nat Bushino in Beverly Hills 9210. He reprised it a few times in the spinoff. He also was in No Time for Surgeons, and he was in Rockford File for eight episodes. He passed away at the age of 85. Rest in peace to him. Rest in peace to Gerald Portington, the Canadian-British actor, direct, I mean, excuse me, animator, producer, writer, and director. Was 100 games at both collegiate and college level. 
Uh, he was inducted into the Chargers Hall of Fame and is in the member of the College Football Hall of Fame. He passed away at 85. He won three NCAA College Division Division Championships, three SCIACs, four CCAs, three PCAA, and he's in the Chargers' 40th and 50th anniversary team. He had an overall record of 124-24-3 in college and a 114-89-1 in the NFL and 3-6 and in NFL playoffs. Rest in peace to him. And rest in peace to Len Dawson, the football player, the quarterback, known for his time with the Chiefs, where he went to Purdue first. He also spent time with the Steelers and then with the Browns. He led the NFL in 962 to sign with the Chiefs so because he was originally in the NFL, but he went to the Chiefs. Back then, they were known as the Dallas Texans, where he spent, obviously, the, the last 14 years of his career. And he led the league completion sentence seven times, passing rating six times, and touchdowns four times. He was named Valuable Player in 62 into sixth AFL All-Star game. He got into three AFL championships and the franchise's first Super Bowl. And when I was in Kansas City, they had the Hall of Fame and all the cool awards and jerseys and stuff, so... He was featured predominantly. He also retired from professional football at the age of 70 and, and, and season of 75 and served as a sports director and Carlanis for game. He also achieved records for passing yards, fast touchdowns, and wins, in addition to holding the franchise record for single season passing touchdowns. He was also inducted into Pro Football Fame in 1987. He passed away at age of 87. And yeah, he won NFL Man of the Year, a Pro Bowl, percentage leader, championship MVP, AFL MVP. First team, second team, all-star, passing touchdown leader, passing lead rating, proceed, you know, percentage leader, AFL all-time team, the Chiefs Hall of Fame. His number's obviously retired. He finished with 239 touchdowns, 2871 passing yards, and 82.6 passer rating. Rest in peace to him. And rest in peace to a member of the Monkees backing band and, and Mickey Dolness's band, losing his friend after losing, obviously, Mike Nesmith. He lost his, ba- his bandmate, Dave Alexander, who were 25 years with the Monkey and Mickey stuff. You know, a musician and vocalist. Rest in peace to him. And just happy trails to J.C. Treader, the man who played center in football. He he decided to announce his retirement. He currently serves as president of the NFL Association and players, and he thinks maybe that is the reason why it's been hard for him to get a job. He played for the Packers and the Browns. He only is 31 years old, so he's not that young or that old. College football announced that Tom Herman's going to be going to broadcasting, and they're going to have Rick Watts, Aaron Taylor, and Sheree Burris. And they're going to have Christian Fioria, Tom Herman, Robert Turman, and Megan Peacock working with them. And there's also Gio Jason Knapp, Ross Tucker, and Tino Caverly. Those are the some of the names doing college football, as well as John Sudiker, Chick Hernandez, Randy Cross, Sheehan Stanek Birch, and Alex Del Barrio, Chris Hassel, Dave Ryan, Brandon Baylor, Manny Gure, and Justin Walters will be doing college football coverage this year. And Terurian Prince of the Minnesota Timberwolves was arrested in a fugitive warrant at the Miami airport. The warrant was from Texas regarding dangerous drugs. So that's interesting that did he have weed in his bag? I don't know what dangerous drugs was doing the hard drugs. We don't know. We'll find out later on, but that's still interesting. And good news, despite 
Third-round pick running back Brian Johnson Jr., who is, who's drafted by Washington. He is still alive after being shot multiple times during attempted carjacking. They're considered non-life-threatening, and and he actually came to pr- camp to practice, and he seems to be in good spirits. And let's get to some football news. The Eagles have received safety Chauncey Gardner-Johnson in the seventh-round pick from the Saints, while the Saints received the fifth-rounder and two of the sixth-round picks in the draft. And Rex Ryan announced he's going to be doing the amazing race. And Tanner Hudson is going to the Giants. And and uh, Tyron Smith is unfortunately going to be out four to six months with a left hamstring issue with his knee where they're not connecting to each other. And and uh, that's not good for the Cowboys. They've already lost you know offensive linemen to injuries, free agency, retirement. It's going to be a lot on Dak Prescott to have to deal with that, losing that guy. And the Bills punter, as we mentioned last week, with like the game raping when he was in college of this woman who's 17 years old. They've officially released him from his contract. And it's good that they got out in front of it instead of just going, yeah, we'll wait to see how it is with the way the Sean Watson thing is going. That's where I'm more surprised they didn't do it right away. And... As I mentioned, the Giants signed Tanner Hudson, the tight end. And other football news. Eagles re-signed Josh Blackwell, the cornerback. The Vikings have released their punter, Jordan Berry. Tom Brady's officially back, and he started the final preseason game. Broncos signed rookie linebacker Jeremiah Gamble. Texans had picked signed kicker Matt Amendola, the former Jets kicker, but then they went and released it. Patriots officially released Malcolm Butler. Because we all know he's got on the list. Injuries and unfortunately, fourth rounder Jimmy Ward is going to be on the short term IR. Giants release Andrew Adams, but signed kicker Ryan Sansto and Travis Tolman, the receiver. Jaguars claim kicker Jake Verity off waivers and release Jake Luton, who I've heard of, and Grant Morgan. The Ravens activated Ronnie Staley and Tyus Browser. I mean, and, and then put Tyus Browser on the list. Geno Smith has been named QB1. I don't get that. He's already proven he's not a starter. He's an okay backup. But just go with Drew Locke until you have something else. Chiefs have released quarterback Dustin Crum, offensive tackle Roddick Johnson, running back Tyon Fleet Davis. That's a cool middle name. Wide receiver Aaron Parker and linebacker Mike Rowe. And unfortunately, Sam Darnold's about to miss four to six weeks after suffering a high ankle sprain. And their kicker, Zing Gonzalez, significant long-term groin injury during the season as well. So that's a big blow of their backup and their kicker. And the Saints, unfortunately, have lost first-rounder Trevor Penning to a torn ligament in his foot and is out for the year. And Kevin White, who's always not healthy, knowing from Chicago with the Bears, he was cut. And Amari Watts suffered a season ankle injury, and he's going to be out the year for the Colts. And B.C. Johnson suffered a 20 CL, and he's out for the year for the Vikings. Browns' Chris Odom suffered a 20 CL, and he's out for the rest of the year. The Dolphins signed Trey Flowers, the veteran defensive player that helps. Packers released Ty Summers, the linebacker. Seahawks placed Trey Brown on the reserve injured list. And waived Cade Brewer, Jamison Houston, Aaron Donker, and Ronnie Rivers. 
Saints also released Abram Smith, Brian Allen, Josh Black, Derek Kelly, Quinn Meeks, and Khalil Washington. The Raiders released Nick Bowers and Justin Hall. Placed Brandon Parker, Tyler Lancaster, and Tay Davis on IR. Deontay Johnson suffered a soldier injury, so he's going to miss some time. TJ Watt also suffered a left injury, which is not good. Browns cut Javon Wims. Bills cut Jordan Miller, Jordan Capra, Tanner Owen, Neil Payu, Daniel Joseph, and Josh Thomas. Text, the Titans released veteran punter Mac, I mean, excuse me, Brett Kern. He's been with the team for a long time, so it's all about money, so it makes no sense. When you got a good punter, you just that's hard to have great punters and kickers. you got to keep them. Giants released Keelan Doth, Josh Rivas, Yusuf Corker, great name. The kicker they just picked up, Ryan Satano. Travis Toneman, the receiver they just picked up, Elijah Griffin and Eric Smith. Jaguars cut Laquan Treadwell, which I don't get. I know they signed a lot of guys in the offseason, but that guy's got talent. And the Vikings released T.Y. McGill. Broncos released their punter, Sam Martin. Eagles released Shakasi Tart. The Jaguars released Rudy Ford. And the Browns released Curtis Weaver, Jamarcus Bradley, Glenn Logan, Javante Moffitt, and Ben Perulia. Dolphins released Mohamed Sanu, a veteran receiver. I know who he is. That I don't get that. Jaguars released more players. Rakul Armstead, Tyrell Adams, Azuya Alafai, Benji Franklin, Casey McDermott, Brandon Rusnick, Chapel Russell, and Badia Tarir. Dolphins also released Tony Michelle, which I had mentioned that having him and Sanu were good, but they don't guess they don't want them. Jaguars, after cutting the Treadwell, they have traded LaVisca Chenault Jr. to the Panthers. So that's good for Baker Mayfield. They get another weapon, but Jaguars lose another weapon. Jimmy G, weird news, signed a one-year restructured contract. They'll keep him for the season. He can't be traded unless they talk to him about it, and he'll automatically become a free agent. No tags on him. Cardinals released Devon Kennard. Chargers released Kevin Marks. Lions released Tim Boyle, the backup quarterback. And the Panthers traded Dennis Dealey and a seventh-round pick in the 24 draft for a 2024 pick to the Titans. Bills released Duke Johnson. That's a veteran. Dolphins released Landon Brown Jr. Jaguars released Kevin Austin Jr. Chiefs released Josh Gordon. They keep going back and forth with this guy. Bills released O.J. Howard. I thought that having him and Dawson Knox would be cool to have two tight ends, but I guess they don't want that. And he can use that and go pick up O.J. Howard. Falcons released Frank Darby. Browns released Mike Hardy. Chiefs released Danny Shelton. Colts released Philip Lindsay. I know they don't really need a backup. They got Taylor and Hines, but somebody will pick up Philip Lindsay. Giants released Quincy Roche. Bengals released Tyler Shelvin. Giants released Alice Backham. Jets released Tevin Coleman. I'm surprised. The Jets have had a lot of injuries to their receivers, to running backs, and quarterbacks. Tevin Coleman's a good veteran running back. I think somebody will pick him up. Vikings released Kellen Mond. I don't get it. You just released your other quarterback, you know, Sean Manneman. And I'm just like, why would you release both of your quarterbacks? So that's where it's like, okay, you released back, both your backup quarterbacks. What are you going to do there? Giants released David Webb because they got Tyra Taylor. The Viking, the Packers, excuse me, have cut Danny Edlin because Jordan loves the backup. Eagles released Reed Stinnett, which doesn't matter. And then the Dolphins, again, they released a veteran guy in Preston Williams. Buccaneers traded their linebacker Grant Stroud and a 2023 seventh-round pick to the Colts for a sixth-round pick in that draft to the Colts. Cowboys released Carlos Watkins. The Bears released Mario Edwards. And the Saints are trading C.J. Gardner-Johnson to the Eagles, the defensive back. Eagles cut Anthony Harris. Patriots released Devin Asani. Texans released Jeff Driscoll. I'm guessing for them, you know, they don't obviously need Jeff Driscoll on the roster. But, you know, that's the sort of thing where you're just like, okay, cool. They're, everyone's releasing all these 
the backups on their team, and then you're wondering what they're going to do going forward with with the backups. Because I'm wondering, oh, Kyle Allen's the backup. Okay, that makes sense. At least David Jeff Driscoll. The Broncos have traded linebacker Malik Reed to the Steelers for a first-round pick. That's a good pickup for the for the Steelers. That guy's a good player. Cardinals released Trace McSurley because they're going with Colt McCoy as the backup. Broncos released Josh Johnson. And they're and what they're doing and stuff because that's where I'm like they don't actually like the Vikings have a backup quarterback so that again makes no sense. Dolphins have placed Byron Jones on the pup list so he's gonna miss games. Giant, the Bears released Nate Peterman. They have Trevor Simeon. They're good. The Rams released Jacob Harris. The the way the Rams have released O.J. Akuri. Bills got rid of Alec Anderson. I mentioned Sean Minnan being cut. The Browns released Josh Rosen because for right now, for the Browns' depth chart, Deshaun Watson is going to be missing like 11 games this year. But they, I think they'd rather have Jacoby Brissett than, than Josh Rosen. But I don't get the Josh Dobbs. He wasn't the answer in Pittsburgh when Russell Berger missed time. I don't understand it. But it looks like they also picked up Kellen Mods as I'm looking at the depth chart. So that, you know, interesting there. Cowboys released Malik Davis. Saints released Ian Book. Texas released Marlon Mack. That I don't get. That dude, when he was healthy, he was a great running back for the Colts. He's not obviously Jonathan Taylor level, but they're going with Rex Burkhead and Damon Pierce. So that's what they're going to do. Makes no sense. Raiders released Alex Leatherwood. And then a trade is that the Texans traded Ross Blacklock to the Vikings for a 6th and 7th round pick. Raiders traded Trayvon Mullen to the Cardinals. Patriots cut Josh Hammond. Cowboys signed the Mario Drummond. Texans released D. Fitzpatrick, who I've heard of. Jets released Chuma Akboga. The Vikings have traded Jesse Davis, defensive lineman, to the Steelers. Shaq Leonard's back for the Colts. Ravens officially released Tony Jefferson. Somebody will pick him up. Jets released Chris Treveller. Seahawks released J.J. Arcedo-Whiteside. And Trevay's White's going to go on the pup list, which is not good for the Bills. The Bengals released Thaddeus Moss. Titans released Logan Whiteside. Michael Gallup is back. And if he passes the Fizzle, that's really, really good for the Cowboys. And that sort of thing. And Dennis Dealey was, I mentioned, traded to Tennessee. And now fastball news. Chet Holmgren is going to be out for the year. The Liz Frank injury to his foot. He got suffered in the Pro-Am. And... Uh, Vanessa Bryant won the lawsuit over the helicopter picks being released, and they're donating all the money to the Mamba Academy, Mamba Academy. Mo Bamba has bought a basketball facility where he is from for over like all these kids. They're gonna be electric and plumbing, which is really good. In the Ivory Coast village where he's from, that's cool. They got plumbing, electricity. Taco Falls going to China for those who are interested. Where that guy's going. Patrick Beverly was traded to the Lakers for Stanley Johnson and Taylor and Tucker. It is funny. Stretches of games last year, Stanley Johnson was one of the best players on the Lakers, and they signed him to a multi-year deal. Taylor and Tucker was off-limits in previous trade requests for other veterans, but I guess they just wanted Patrick Beverly's defense. Nets announced they're going to wear the Stars and Stripes 1970s throwback, which is cool. Ryan Howard of the WNBA is one Rookie of the Year. Rodman is not going to be allowed to go to Russia to help get Brittany Griner. I don't even know what announcing he's going to do. Becky Hammond, congratulations, you won Coach of the Year in your first year of coaching the WNBA. Gary Harris, the torn meniscus, so he's going to miss time, which is really bad. And meniscus tear for Danilo Gallinari in his left knee, so the two of them are going to miss time. Sue Bird now has the most career playoff assists, so congratulations to her. 
and Dewana Bonner had like is the sixth player with like her stat line in a long time to get the 20 points, five rebounds, five assists in the playoffs at, at age 35. So that's cool for her. And two to one or not, you didn't have a with the Nets along with Markeith Morris. They're getting some reinforcements on this team. Candace Parker now has the second most rebounds in the playoffs. And in a game where she had like 19 points, 18 rebounds, five assists, six blocks, and four steals was great. So, yeah, congratulations, Candace Parker, getting all the accolades on those rebounds in the playoffs and that stat line. RJ Barrett is on a four year, $120 million extension with the Knicks. So, he's definitely not being traded any time of Mitchell trade. He's staying around. Asia Wilson is one defensive player of the year. Congratulations to her. Nick Yoke. Nokia Djokovic won't be able to travel due to, obviously, his vaccination status. And YouTube TV is adding four channels of programming for sports, which is good. Then you can choose what you want. And they're going to make FanDuel TV. That's interesting for them to actually have a TV for channel for all betting. And knowing, you know, knowing, you know, Many stuff. Stephen A. Smith is coming out with his own podcast. And this dude has his radio show. He has he has his own TV show, First Take. He has his own streaming show. And so now he's like, I'm going to get my own new podcast. With the, the That's where it's like, okay, cool. You know, why does he need... All these platforms. Well, No Mercy. That's what it's called. No Mercy. So he's going to not just talk about sports. He's going to talk about pop culture. Where I'm just like, I don't really know if we need more of that out of him. Because he already does enough and he's oversaturated. But that's another story. The all-defensive team in the WNBA is officially Asia Wilson, Natasha Cloud. Sylvia Fowles, my favorite player, Brianna Stewart, and Ariel Atkins. Congratulations to them. Second team is Alyssa Thomas. AZ Magbador, John Quell Jones, Brittany Sykes, and Gabby Williams. Seeing represented my favorite team, the Storm. And the all-rookie team is, of course, Ryan Howard, Rebecca Gardner, Queen Egbo, Sharika Austin, and Melissa Smith. So congratulations to her, to all of them. And um, quickly, just want to get to some TV news before I forget. Apple TV has set their kids and family lineup setting with live action animated series. They're having shows include Sago Mini Friends, Slumberkins, Circuit Breakers, Interrupting Chicken. And they're obviously they're having Ghost Rider, Wolf Boy, and the Everything Factory getting rolling with Otis. And Hello Jack, the Kindness Show. And they have like, he's a bully Charlie Brown. He's your jog Charlie Brown. He's a short summer Charlie Brown. He's your first kiss Charlie Brown. There's no time for love Charlie Brown. Why Charlie Brown? Why? You're in love Charlie Brown. You're the greatest Charlie Brown. As other programs that are going to be on here. For those who are interested, you can check it out. They got the list of all of them on Deadline. And the CW's widening program, the scope to include sitcom and procedurals, which is weird. The CW doesn't do one hour medical or lawyer dramas. If they do... They've gotten it from other things. And they really don't do half their own half-hour shows. They get them from other people. So, 
what it looks like is they're going to get some different programming here. And because obviously the top shows are usually one hour type of things and they're going to have the holidays, Walton holiday movies as well. Specials coming to the network. So there's just a few other things that they're doing because obviously Penn and Teller and World's Funniest Animals, again, not like scripted programming. So yeah, they're just looking to get different things here. And they're looking at probably getting Archie Comics drama Jake Chang as well. Again, more Riverdale stuff, which is not bad. That's what's hopefully coming. And then this one thing is hard to say because there's a lot of names. Courtney B. Vance leads the cast of a Heist 88. He and Angela Bassett produced a part of new overall deal with MTV Entertainment Studios. And they added Nina Diaz, Keisha Sharp. Keith David, Xavier Clyde, Manasha Huda, Dwayne Johnson, Koshrin, Precious Way, Nicka Robinson, and Bentley Green. They just added so many people that it's obviously a lot for me to say all of them. Baseball, I want to get to. Mookie Betts is joining the World Baseball Classic. That's a good, another talented player for them. Tyler Glasnow, even though he's out for the year, get a two-year extension from the Rays. Julio Rodriguez gets a 12-year, I mean, $210 million light long-term extension. They're hoping that no steroid bust, no motorcycle accident. No, nothing that it's a great move for them that he's the next Ken Griffey of their franchise. Cool. K- KBO and MLB are going to have an exhibition series in November, so watch out for that. Uh, Mikhail Franco, unfortunately, was cut by the Nationals because they're just trying to lose. They're cutting every veteran player they possibly can. He was cut on his birthday, which really sucks. Adidas has officially cut ties with Tatis, which makes sense. They don't want steroid users. Aaron Knowles, the only player in the last three seasons to have shutouts in relations to him. Albert Pujols now... It's the number one guy to hit home runs off four, off of 450 different pitchers. Congratulations to him. Ian Happ is the first player to have the only two hits being two home runs for his team ever in a game. Kyle Tucker announced he joined Team USA. That's good DH slugger to have. Albert Pujols and Yadi Molina got the scoreboard numbers from Wrigley, which was nice that they gave him to that. Tim Anderson has joined World Baseball Classic. I may move. I would move him to second base because he makes a lot of errors, and Trevor Story was always a good defensive shortstop. The Mets officially have retired Willie Mays' number. They did it during Old Timers Day. Willie Mays a legend, so that's a good idea there. Chapman has gone into the disabled list because of a tattoo infection on his leg. It's just another weird injury that baseball has. And uh, Cornell is doing 40 wins, the ninth most in Red Sox history. Congratulations to him. And Max Scherzer now is the third most career 10 career playoff games. You know, passing Roger Clemens. MLB minor league team, minor league player association wants to use an actual player association. They don't have one in negotiation, which is a good idea. And I mentioned one of the pitchers for Albert Pujols. Chaim Bloom, the GM of the Red Sox. And Al Score, the manager, is staying because they obviously, the Red Sox had a lot of injuries, just a lot of bad stuff. Will Smith is joining Team USA, him and JT Ramuto. That's cool. Judge is the first player to get the 50 home runs this year. Tori Lavallo has an option picked up for next year. I just met the guy, gave me his autograph, I didn't even ask for it. I just said, hey, look, your baseball card. You can't blame him because the team just stinks because of the GM. And a fortune news, Brandon Bell's going to have knee surgery as well. And Ichiro, his number 51, is officially retired by the Mariners at a whole retirement ceremony. Congratulations to him. SB Nation have a bunch of blogs that are shutting down in September. For those who are interested, Pat McAfee is no longer on Sirius XM Radio. And that BS high school where it's like this high school one to face the fake one. They're getting a documentary on HBO. Mike Babcock says when he's done coaching this like minor hockey team, he is done coaching hockey for a while. 
Cleopatra Coleman's going to be in this project, Sterling, in, in the strata called Sterling Giraffe, Gaffs, and Chris Din Slater's going to be this Mulgrath thing in the Spiderwick Chronicles. Tony Collette is going to be in the Power. Alice Gasgard, Hope Davis is going to be in Succession. This Barbie Fierra is out of Fioria for those who would like that. Catherine Waterston is going to be in N. Westard. We start from N. We start from. And Joe Pesci is going to be in this thing called Bupkis. Richard Grant's going to be in Saltborn. Danger Force was new for season three in Nickelodeon. Jeffrey D. Morgan's added to the boys. Miles Teller's going to be in this thing called Gord. Marsha Lee is going to be in Wildwood with a bunch of other big time actors. Courtney B. Vance, as I mentioned, Heist 88. Horizon Dawn is going to become a TV show. Umbrella Academy is a new for season four on Netflix. And Ian McGregor is going to be in this thing called Gentleman of Moscow. And the Florida Bama whatever thing was cut at MTV. Bill Camp is going to be a man in full. Resident Evil TV show on Netflix was canceled. The Great North is new for season four, which is great because that's an amazing show. Peacock's going to have documentary on the Rosa Parks and Prince. Andrew, House of Dragons renewed for season two at HBO. Made in Chelsea is going to Peacock for those who are interested. Jessica Gunning's going to be in this baby rune deer on Netflix. And Netflix added 13 animated shows for Nippon TV anime, which is cool. Bobby Moynihan's going to be back in TV in a thing called If. Naveen Adams is going to be added to Cleaning Lady as a role this year. Jennifer Connelly is going to be in Dark Matter TV show. Mike Fishman is leaving the Connors spinoff of the Roseanne revival. DJ, they, he said that it wasn't his choice. It was the studio, so I don't get that. Dennis Barakovis, you know, if you see his face, he's adding to Sugar. Andy Garcia, Catherine O'Hara, and Ty, and uh, Jay Duplass and Brian Darcy are going to be in this thing called Pain Officer. Mega the Stallion is going to get a cameo on She-Hulk. So this singer-rapper is going to be in that. Tom Segura announced he's getting two more Netflix stand-ups. Congratulations to him. Trying got renewed at Apple for the next season. Jeff, Jeff Garland's character is going to be officially killed off in the Goldbergs, which I was kind of thinking, you know what? That would be a good idea to do that. Because, again, he's not in the show anymore. Adam Razor is going to be in Warrior. Ben Kingsley's re- doing his role of Trevor Slatery in The Theanderman. And Kaylee Halls is going to be an Orphan Black Echoes. But yeah, some of these shows like The Great North that does definitely deserve to be renewed. Ludacris, Little Bell Hallery, and Tiona Paris are going to star in this Disney pick, Dashing Through the Snow. LeBron James and Drake are trying to become investor in AC Milan. Dodgers first team in the 90. Jacob Tremblay, Julia Butters, you know, children actor. Martin Freeman and Taylor Schilling. Schilling are going to be in The Queen of Bones. Which, again, that's a really good cast of people to have in a show. And as I mentioned, this Keeley Hall is going to be in Orphan Black Echoes. And Ben Kingsley's doing that Trevor Slater in Wonder Men. And the show Warrior is at 10 reoccurring to the show. Kevin Otto and Adam Rayner, as I mentioned, trying. And the Girls on the Bus added Abby Phillips as well. Brandon Scott and Griffin Dune. And just so you're aware, I'm going to have more album reviews for you to li- to read. Chicago 
and Midnight Oil because they already got Silk Sonic and a bunch of others up there. My football preview written was going to be out both on the website and the blog, standings and awards and playoff predictions, and the podcast for both the AFC and the NFC will be up next week because football season does start next next Thursday night as they do like to do Thursday night games before the actual season starts on Sunday. And yes, so Andy Garcia, it's in the, Catherine O'Hara, Jay Duplass, Brian Darcy. Yep, I, I got that right. And Alex Hernandez, Lindsey Pulpsher, and I spent Dennis Bukatis is going to be in the Sugar. If you see the guy's face, he's a character actor. You've seen him. You know exactly what the guy looks like. Dolly Parton's musical Mountain Magic Christmas on NBC. Yeah, Jimmy Fallon, Mike Cyrus, and Willie Nelson, just to name some. And I mentioned Jennifer Connelly in Dark Matter. Naveen Adam Andrews is joining Cleaning Lady. And as I mentioned, that show should not be on the air anymore. But again, they're like, well, we're going to add more. Tessa Thompson, George and Gordon-Levitt going to be in the film Ash. Also, George and Gordon-Levitt is going to be in the Beverly Hill Cop sequel with Taylor Page. And Clue animated series is going to be work at Fox. So I guess they have ideas to do that. Poker face out of Clea Duval, as I mentioned, as someone where, again, not everyone's going to know people's names, but you will recognize the face when you see them when it comes to that sort of thing because, again, character actors are people where you recognize their face, you don't remember their name. Big-time actors, blockbuster actors, you know their name, and you're just like, yep, I know exactly what I'm talking about here. Yes, and Candace Parker, as I mentioned, point recorded the points of her career passing by more for third all-time. I don't know what I was mentioning with all-time rebounds, but she is number two, but she had passing for Maya Moore for third all-time. And Sue Bird's official assist total 341 in the playoffs. Getting that clear, cleared up there. And I mentioned Made in Chelsea is going to Peacock for those who are interested in that program as well. And as I mentioned, rest in peace everyone who passed away. Happy trails to everyone who retired. To the Washington player who got shot, hopefully you heal up and get better. And I did forget to mention that the Ravens have won 23 postseason games. And they announced for NHL 23 they're going to have one of the Canadian superstar female hockey players going to be on the actual cover, which is really good for them to actually have someone on there. And... Netflix have, have, are targeting an ad-supported tier for $7 to $9 this year. So they want you to pay for a version that's going to have ads instead of paying the full price. So that is what they're thinking behind that. I don't pay for Netflix. I don't pay for any streaming. But if they're going to charge me less just to have ads, yeah, maybe I'll do it. I'm not sure if I would 100% do it. But that, that is something I would actually think about in order for me to be like, yeah, maybe I'll go to streaming. And Jessica Gunning, as I mentioned, is going to is going to be in Netflix's Baby Reindeer. And Tyler Perry's spinoff had six to the cast. And Canada's Drag Race winner is going to be on Out TV comedy Ezra. And Octavia Spencer produced FBI docuseries for Discovery Plus. And the and um. Arnold Schwarzenegger's son's going to be in Dancing with the Stars, which I think is interesting. And one thing that I want to get to was NBC is thinking about 
going back to letting local affiliates run the third hour. Because you know in the four major stations, Fox, NBC, not Fox, NBC, ABC, and NBC, they show three hours of scripted programming or competition, game shows, reality shows, whatever you want to put, and then, you know, local news, and then they do late-night talk shows. So if they want to give it back, that's cool, because NBC right now, which in the Law & Order Wednesday nights, and Blacklist on Friday nights, and the Chicago shows on Wednesday nights, and on Tuesday, they've been showing New Amsterdam, and they were showing This Is Us, and then Monday night after, like, The Voice, they show something new. Sunday nights are football for the first half of the season, and this last year there was really nothing to show on Sunday nights. That yeah, they're maybe thinking to themselves like, maybe we don't have to have a third show. Maybe not, because they don't have enough sh- programming to do it, and that would be interesting to see what they come up with and what would the local affiliates be that they're going to show. But yeah, that's where I'm a little bit. Con- I'm thinking to myself like, what are they going to actually show there in order to make up for it? Because that would be an interesting thing to see what they're doing. And in this thing called King Shaka, Charles Bolo is a star along with four others casted. And Disney Plus sets out a new eight-part series, Rivals, based on Jilly Cooper's popular novel. And Lynn Morrell is going to have a new version of New York, New York from Martin Scorsese, which is interesting. And as mentioned, Umbrella Academy renewed for fourth and final season. And Maharsha Lee, Carrie Mulligan, and Peyton Elizabeth are among those from... The thing Wildwoods and America's Funny Home is going to get a studio audience. And Camp Pleasant Lake has added Jonathan Lipinski as well. And this rich Ricardo Shavira joins Glamorous. Also on Dancing Dance of the Stars, TikTok stars Charlie DeMello and Mom Heidi are joining, which I get those are not really stars. And the perfect couple is being adapted into limited series at Netflix. And Jennifer Anson, Jimmy Kimmel, Amy Poehler, Octavia Spencer are going to be in the 100 Years of Music and Laughter for Norman Lear. And Sasha Ruiz and Lila Richick are boarding Season 8 of Chocolate Med. Sasha Ruiz has been on the new show Endgame, and, he was, and he's been in 911, so he's been around the block before. And that Orphan Black also added Amanda Fix and Avon Joyga in the show as well. But again, thanks for listening to On the Radar. We talk about local national sports every single time and pop culture. And you can always check out the blog, Radar 4428, which is also a handle of my Twitter as well. On the Radar Entertainment blogs, the Facebook page, like, subscribe. On the Radar Entertainment is obviously the Facebook. On the Radar Media, the comments, the website. On the Radar is the name of this podcast, along with a YouTube channel where I do movie reviews and television reviews. And it's also, obviously, we can get it Apple, Google, or Spotify. This was episode 150 for On The Radar. See you guys next time.